if you have a take on that. I'm a Neil Diamond fan. Welcome to share it. Yeah, I got my call. <laughs> Mike, Mike, can you explain to those of us who aren't in the room when you guys are putting a game plan together or calling a game, what is different about what you guys do over a course of the game when Nick is the quarterback versus Carson? Um, well, in terms of putting the plan together, um, you know, we, we had a little bit of a uh, philosophy before we even knew anything about, uh, you know, Carson's injury or who was going to be playing in the game. So um, we tried to put the best plan together that we thought uh, would be effective against the Rams. Um, and then every quarterback's a little bit different. Um, so, you know, some guys gravitate towards certain plays, so we try to put um, certain plays that, that, you know, one guy may have a certain comfort level um, that another game, uh, another guy may not. So um, there's some of that tweaking that's involved, but, um, you know, you may like uh, the color blue and somebody else may like the color green, and so it's just kind of one of those things, personal preference and, uh, and some of those concepts. So we try to maybe uh, add, add or subtract uh, where we think that's important. I'm sure you heard Doug gave the, uh, the anecdote about the conversation you had with you Monday about going back to some of the basic stuff from, from, from training camp. What made you guys get away from that in that period of time? Well, I don't – I think when you say that's a blanket statement, so you feel like, well, they're not doing the stuff that they normally do. Um, and I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, maybe emphasizing uh, a few more concepts. Um, but it's not like we, we got way off track. I, I don't think that that's what Coach meant by that. Um, but it was just really kind of a re-emphasis and, hey, let, let's get back to, to maybe some, some core things and, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully jumpstart things a little bit. Doug mentioned the pre-snap motions. Uh, and last year, you guys did something similar before Nick, uh, when Nick was playing, about kind of cutting down on those a little bit. Now, Doug said this was made before you even knew who the quarterback was. But what right. was it about the pre-snap motions? You felt like, okay, maybe we should stop cut back on them a little bit. Uh, I, I just think, um, you know, maybe from a, a play call standpoint and just a, a tempo, uh, just to get, try to get up and get lined up and, and uh, eliminate some of those things where um, maybe it wasn't altogether necessary and, uh, and just line up and, and play. So, like you said, we had, uh, you know, already had that conversation before we even knew who was going to be playing in the game. Or that Carson wasn't going to be playing in the game. Yeah. Seems like the O line has put together uh, a pretty good stretch these last few weeks. Um, is that just guys getting healthier, or what do you see? What do you see from those guys? Well, I mean, uh, the offensive line played really well the other night and um, gave Nick time. Uh, we know the kind of pass rush and, and guys that they have up front uh, out there in Los Angeles and what they're able to do. So um, you got to give those guys a lot of credit up front. You know, all of them across the board. Um, did a heck of a job in protecting the quarterback and then and then creating some running lanes. Uh, we were able to be effective with the run game and then our running backs uh, really by committee, um, whether it's uh, it's Sproles or Wendell or Josh, they all they all were effective running the football. So um, you know we, we got a complete game out of the O line, uh, which which is gonna we're gonna get that we need that kind of effort again this week because you know we know Houston's got an excellent defensive front. Dallas played like 60% of the snaps in each of the last two games. Is that matchup based, or has he shown the staff enough where you feel like he has to be on the field that much? It's a little bit of both. I mean, he he certainly has uh, done an excellent job all season long, um, made tremendous progress, I think, week in and week out. And then, uh, you know, from a game plan standpoint, we we felt like there were some things we could take advantage of uh, being in our 12 personnel group. So um, that's contributed to it a little bit as well. Nickel, like 100% of the 
game, I think, uh, even though you guys played 12, about 60%. How much did that influence your commitment to the run? Um, we were we were committed to the run, uh, but uh, we, I'd say that we, we were a little surprised to see them just stay in nickel completely the entire game. Um, but we were committed to run the football going out there. Zach and Dallas both blocked pretty well, especially in the run game. How big of an advantage is that when you have guys who are doing what they were able to do? Yeah, well, um, I think I mentioned this last week when somebody asked about Dallas, and, and that's one of the areas that uh, he's shown tremendous amount of improvement in. I mean, he was not asked to do a ton of that in college. Um, so to really be doing it for the first time in the NFL um, is something that usually takes tight ends, you know, a year or two. And, uh, you know, he, he's really developed. Justin Peel's done a great job in, in uh, getting him coached up. And um, Dallas is, is a tough guy, and he's got a lot of strength there at the, at the point of attack. And uh, I think, uh, you know, Zach takes a lot of pride in uh, being a complete player, not just a, a pass-catching tight end, and, and he's done a really good job too. He wanted to pass us out quicker, and he dialed up some more um, quick releases. And things. Is that something that you – Find that, that, that helped I didn't hear the very beginning. Uh, Doug, Doug also mentioned Doug. That, that he wanted the uh, quicker passes. Is that something that, that really helped in this? Is that something you think you'll continue when uh, when Carson comes back? Absolutely. I mean, we we you know we don't want to sit back there and hold the ball. So you know, getting the ball out um, that that's good for everything. We get the ball in play. We get in our playmakers' hands. I get a chance to break some tackles out there in the open field, and and uh, you know, not asking the offensive line to protect as long. Just from, the, just from the eye test, that Nick was taking a lot more shots downfield than Carson has been, especially to Alshon. What was your impression of that? I, I don't think we took any more than, than normal. Um, we connected on, on uh, obviously, a few of those plays to Alshon down the field, which made a big difference in the game. Um, so I, we, we always try to be aggressive and push the ball down the field, and, and uh, you know we were able to connect the other night, which uh, was, was really helpful. We didn't have to drive you know, 12 plays to score, we able to shorten, shorten the drives. Nelson, the, Nelson played nearly all the snaps, but was only targeted twice. What does he do so well away from the ball that helps you guys be successful? Well, Nelson's uh, kind of an unsung hero, you know, in the offense right now. And um, like we talk about, sometimes the ball finds you, sometimes it doesn't. Depends on coverage, progression, protection, you know, all those kinds of things. Uh, he had a big game a few weeks ago against Washington. Could have, could have been, you know, really even bigger, but um, he's unselfish. Uh, he plays with a tremendous amount of toughness. Uh, he understands everything and, and what everybody else in the offense is supposed to be doing. So from that standpoint, he's, he's comforting to guys out there and getting guys lined up, or he's assignment sound, and, and he's, he's certainly willing to block. So he does a lot of things without the ball that might go unnoticed, but not by people in this building. We've got a lot of respect for Nelson. How has he developed as a blocker over the last few years? Um, I mean, I just think there's, there's a tremendous amount of willingness and toughness um, to his game. So he's, you know, he's unselfish that way. He knows that that's important to what we want to get done and get accomplished as a team, and he's willing to do it. Yeah. Now that you know that Carson has the fracture in his back, did you feel like it was affecting his performance? Uh, you'd have to ask Carson that. Uh, going back to the basics, when Doug said uh, some of the limiting of the pre-snap motion, how, how much does playing on the road emphasize that? Do you have a, even though it wasn't the toughest environment, a lot of Eagles fans, how much does home versus road play into that? Yeah, how about those Eagles fans? They were out there in full force. Um, you know, that, that gave guys a lot of energy too. So I um, certainly do appreciate all them showing up for the game. But, um, 
you know, you mentioned being away and on the road. Those are, those are always factors that you have to take into account. Um, snap count, motion, and all those things, that, you know, things that are factor into a game plan uh, when you're playing away. And uh, obviously 90,000 fans there, it's, you know, it can be pretty loud there in, in L.A. And um, so, yeah, the, the, that's something that we always discuss on a, on a Monday or Tuesday. In Doug's comments to us, he gave you the credit for putting the game plan together. What goes into that process for you? What's Monday and Tuesday like? Well, that's today? nice of Coach to say, but this is a collaborative effort. This isn't just Mike doing this. Um, we got a lot of really good coaches on the staff and, um, you know, Press and and uh, and uh, and Brew and Stout and Justin Peel and Deuce and, you know, uh, Carson Walsh and, and, and all of us are, are putting this thing together. So, and, and so what's Monday and well, we just we get up there and we start grinding on the tape, and um, you know everybody's you know kind of got their areas that they're focused on. Then we come to come together and and start putting the, the ideas on paper. A guy like Wendell, you know, he, he, he hasn't used much like in the last you know three or four weeks, and come in Sunday and do what he did. I think it says a lot about Wendell. Um, Wendell is a true pro, and he is ready when his numbers call, and he's really been that way throughout the entire season. And uh, not only that, just saying, okay, well, you know, he knows what to do. He's, he's been really effective. Uh, when he's had the opportunity, he's, you know, he's made plays, and um, he's been a reason why that we, we, we've been able to win games. So um, it's, a really, it's a real credit to him. He did a great job the other night, and, um, you know, obviously uh, getting in the end zone a couple of times was huge. Mike, you looked to have the players to keep playing for him despite, you know. just has a uh, really positive outlook. And um, I think he relates really well to the players. I think they relate well to him. And, um, you know, his message is on point each and every week. And uh, so I, I think it's an effective message. Uh, he keeps it pretty simple, boils it down for him. And, um, and uh, you know, I think he had a lot of respect for him, so they play hard for him. When he's been positive and you felt like it's, it's the players have kind of responded to that positivity? Well, just the general energy, you know, really just the way he carries himself up and down the hallway in the locker room. Uh, when he speaks to the team, um, he's not afraid to uh, to point out things that he wants to see corrected when they need to be corrected. But uh, um, the way that he says it, I think, is received very well, and, and the guys hear the message, and uh, they go about trying to get things fixed or, or continue to do things the right way. The way when, when he says that too. Stood out about Smallwood, like he had a couple of touchdown runs. When you looked at the film, what what kind of jumped out at you? I, I thought he showed really good vision and patience in the running game. Um, was able to break some tackles. And, uh, you know, so he's got some speed now. He just hasn't gotten all, all the way out there on the edge to, to break a long one. But uh, you can see the speed through the hole. He's patient to it. And um, you can see the burst through, through the hole. He's running behind his pads and pushing the pile. Uh, it was a really good night for him. You saw good pads last week. You have Clowney and J.J. Watt this week. What it seems like you talk about that every week. Yeah, so, so, so what's unique about these two? Uh, obviously, uh, you know, two, two of the best edge rushers in the game. Um, but not only that, they're complete players. So you gotta be, you got to account for them all the time and, and know where they are and uh, have a really good plan and pass protection like I know that we will. And uh, I know our guys will be up for the challenge. Speaking of pass protection, how good is it having Darren Sproles over a period of weeks, you know, for the first time since you've been the offensive coordinator, uh, you've, you've been able to sort of plan on him being there uh, right. each week? Well, Sproles, he's made an impact since as soon as he got back. Um, you know, had uh, touchdown the first game and then another touchdown the next game. So, um, you know, he's, he's obviously uh, um, still a really good player. It's like you said, it's nice to have him back here, whatever this is, four or five weeks now in a row. 
um, where he's starting to really feel like himself and, um, you know, make some plays. And he on third down, that first third down of the game, he came squirting out of there. That was exciting. He almost broke it. So um, we're going to continue to integrate him in the offense and, and, uh, and utilize him. What stands out about the way uh, Nick has been behind the scenes? And it's obviously a, a unique set of circumstances coming off of, of last year and, um, you know, having to kind of give up the reins and, and now take them back. Nick is just Nick. I mean, you guys know Nick and his personality. He's uh, easygoing. Uh, I think he's very relatable. I think the guy's, uh, you know, he's uh, easy to talk to and he's approachable, you know, with the guys. And he's on his stuff. And the, and the relationship in that quarterback room, I think, is, is excellent in terms of the support that they all give each other. Um, and that's Carson to, to, to Nate or Nate, Nate and uh, Nick for Carson. Um, those guys, uh, you know, that room is uh, – um, they do a great job of, of helping each other, um, talking through game plans, talking through issues. They're up in, in their room um, all the time throughout the course of the week and then certainly on the sidelines supporting each other and, and cheering each other on. At the beginning, that you, know, you try to cater an offense at least a little bit to what a quarterback does well. Over, whether it was over the, the end of the regular season last year in the playoffs or even the beginning of this season, have you learned anything about Nick that suggests he could do more than what you guys gave him, or have you got, has he just kind of been doing what you guys wanted him to do based on what his strengths already were, or has he shown you something to say, oh, okay, we can also do this with him? Um, I mean, I think every time he's had the opportunity to play, he's been really effective, and um, you know, we always are trying to build on on things. So we got a lot of confidence in Nick and what he does well, and um, you know. Just keep going there. We're focused on the Texans and trying to put another good plan together and um, play efficient football and, and have another balanced attack. So, uh, you know, Nick Nick has proven himself over the, over the course of time as an excellent quarterback in this league, and, and we're lucky to have him. Thanks,